Welcome to Keith's Midnight Minorities. Can you lend a nigga a pencil? Here we are with our uh, latest COVID file. Seven. Uh, the Black Lives Matter this? episode. Do we even consider this a COVID files anymore? Yeah, we're still separated due to COVID, bro. The pandemic is still a real thing. Just because it isn't getting a lot of coverage, it's still going on. Yeah, bro, coronavirus doesn't exist. Haven't you seen the protests? Uh, come on, bro. Yeah, come on, bro. It only Don't exists be a whenever conservatives are trying to leave their house. If corona was real, all those protesters would be dead by now. Ah, true. True. This is the state of things currently. Uh, 2020 <laughs> continues to uh, escalate. Mm. Now we have very large scale civil rights protests going on that <laughs> some have turned into rioting and looting. Uh-huh. That has happened. But for anyone who thinks that that devalues the message of the protest, I think you have something to consider. You're, you're looking at the wrong things. Uh, you're, you're valuing property and goods over the rights of people, the lives of people. So keep that in mind. Keep that as the, as the perspective. Yeah, bro. Whenever, people, whenever we are talking about the protests, whenever others are talking about the protests, because that is largely what people are discussing right now. It's the... I would say probably single largest civil rights movement in history. I mean, it's all 50 states in the U.S. Because this mm-hmm. is largely a U.S. thing, but other countries are doing Black Lives Matter, Black Lives Matter protests as well. So it's an international thing. It's a worldwide they have thing. Black people in other countries besides the United States? <laughs> oh, they do, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Damn, I didn't know that, bro. Just that the the Black Lives Matter movement started in the U.S. It's largely a U.S. thing. So that's why I bring up the international aspect of it. It's so crazy because <clears throat> like the black community in the, in the United States, that's like that's uniquely American. Like their culture. What's going on now? I don't think there's anything. I don't think there's any connection to where, like, you know, they came from as far as like Africa or whatever. Oh hell no, zero. Right. So this is like very uniquely American, whereas you can connect a lot of like white or Irish or um <laughs> or whatever white people culture back to the mainland, you know. To the old country, yes. Yeah, the old there's country. like nothing like, oh yeah, bro, this is from Africa. That's why they do this. It's very unique. It's very American. Yeah. The yeah. most American, bro. Niggas is the most American. <laughs> That's facts. It Say it again, bro. That's facts. Say it again. The American nigra is the Whoa. most American being on the planet. 
There's nothing more American. That's all we got. Uh, all we a, got. A lot of the Latino culture, that t- that's directly tied back to the motherland. Right? Yeah. I mean, that's true of most places. Like, most cultural aspects that people bring to new countries get integrated with stuff from that current country, but primarily it comes from their, you know, homeland. Yep. But, yeah, I mean, if you get brought over here unwillingly, that kind of forces, you know, a new culture to arise. And that's what's happened. Yeah. We are in uh, strange time. We're in the end days. The end days. I mean, yeah, if you're a devout Christian, I could see this being, you know, this this could could read as the end times. Maybe it is. We'll know. I saw a thing where it's that um, the Mayan calendar was wrong or was read wrong. Was it 2012? It was 2021. uh, It's actually eight years off. (laughs) <laughs> Bro, this has been going on forever. Well, it's been a whole. The, wor- it's an, it's the been world's gonna end this protest, year, right? bro. This is gonna. This week's gonna be the end of the world today. Oh yeah, yeah. Everyone, everyone loves to point to things are not going exactly the way that somebody decided is supposed to be normal and right. So therefore, the world must be ending. Yeah, it, it's a it's a difficult time right now. Like I don't think anyone can deny that, but uh, it's definitely not the end of the world. And this is a big shifting point, and it's a shifting point in a positive direction. Like I want you, I, I think if anyone listens to this and has the mindset of these protests and the message behind the protests are somehow wrong, think of it uh, like the civil rights movements in the 1960s like people at that time wanted them to to stop because it was something against the norm at the time you know just accept that the laws the law jim crow laws are are a thing separate but equal is fine you know that's that's the way things are it works so let's just keep it that way why not like that's the, that's the way that people who are against this right now will likely be viewed in the next 20 years or so. And if you if you can honestly look back and say that people who thought to keep the status quo back in the 1960s were right, you're you're just outright racist. Like that's a not a, a thing. They they out they mind, bro. Yeah, 100. percent they have they mind her to hear first, <clears throat> but just keep the keep the perspective open. There's a lot of craziness going on right now. A lot of information that comes out every single day. It's hard to keep up, and a lot of it is uh. There's also stuff a lot that of forces people to think a lot. A lot of information is re- you know that comes out, but we talked about this earlier. If you're really screwed in to like the internet, you're going to see a lot more than what the news shows. Well, yeah, I mean, and, and that's always been true, honestly. Like, news is pretty heavily curated content. Like, they have generally, you know, a few hours 
to do blocks of content. And so they have to filter out what they consider to be the most important content for people to, to be aware of. And that's always been the way it is. Now we have the internet, which can be a constant, consistent strain of information, which is both a, a good and a bad thing, depending on how you can actually filter that yourself and make sense of it. But uh, yeah, if you spend any significant time on like Twitter or Reddit, I mean, really, those would probably be the two best sources. Reddit, to get. bruh. Reddit's where you see the <laughs> truth, bruh. Reddit <laughs> is where he gets wild. I mean, you yeah, have to keep Reddit. in mind that there's always some kind of a bias, so the content being put up could could be edited in some way or only captures a certain part of some conflict because yeah. i mean there's a ton of videos of you know rioters stealing stuff looting uh burning stuff down like throwing a molotov cocktail at a building or something there was that one with that guy who caught himself on fire throwing a molotov cocktail yeah <laughs> uh i mean there's there's all that stuff there's also a ton of videos of police instigating violence and peaceful protests so if you only see one of those sides you're going to think that everything's bad only on one side there's there's positives and negatives on each side there are good cops that are standing up for against the bad cops doing uh you know committing violence against peaceful protesters there are legitimately people rioting and, and looting, and I do firmly say that that is something that I disagree with personally. But I understand why it's happening, and I understand where it's at. I don't condone violence against people at any point, but honestly, this country is founded on people fighting back against oppression. That's like the very reason that this country even exists. And there's a lot of people that like to throw out that, uh, like the Tea Party, the Boston Tea Party was largely peaceful. The only thing that they destroyed was the government property. Um, that's how real patriots act. They don't. They only destroy the things that are oppressive. Yeah, bro. They didn't tar and feather nobody, bro. Yeah. <laughs> totally didn't like, tar and feather nobody. Sure, you can say that the the Boston Tea Party, the actual act of throwing the tea into the uh, into the water, was you know f largely peaceful. Although it, it was racist, they dressed up as Native Americans. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, so there you go. There's that. But um, it's also some, what led to open rebellion against the controlling power. It's not like we just oh we threw some tea and and. And the and the water and and the the British lost their power. Yeah, so that's not how that's that happened. Get their power, bro. The tea. I mean, yeah, like that's probably from the sun. <sighs> yeah, that's exactly how the British work. <laughs> we know their secrets. Yeah, but ideally, everything would work out in a way that you could peacefully protest. <clears throat> Legislators would hear you. There wouldn't be any level of. Uh, violence committed on any side and everyone would just be able to make a better uh, world through proper legislation. Unfortunately, that is not the way that this works. Peaceful protest has not worked up to this point. And that's why we get 
large-scale protesting and some people committing violent acts. It's not the entire group, and it's not a reason to discredit the, the entire movement. Plain and simple. Yeah, I mean, that's just, it's just people, um, like, if someone says, <clears throat> oh, yeah, you know, I agree with people protesting peacefully, but I don't agree with the rioting and looting, like, those two things are not at all the same. I'm, yeah. Right. Like, I'm in that are, same boat. Those are two I, separate I, things. Yeah. So it's like you basically, I mean, it's like me coming or same question, you know, hey, I don't, I respect the peaceful, you know, um, protests, but, you know, people robbing car or people, uh, you know, hijacking cars. I don't agree with that. Or just some other random crime. Like those oh, yeah. two things are not connected. Yeah. Well, they shouldn't be, at least. I mean, there's definitely just people going out there just taking advantage of the situation. Yeah, yeah. For sure. I mean, there's I mean, honestly, that's... Reg- yeah. The people... That's just kind of the way that people work, um, yeah, unfortunately. Bro, they haven't been launched <laughs> into the sun. Those people are still on Earth. <laughs> I mean, people... Are they Frank? Will, they will loot and riot for winning a damn basketball game. Yeah. They'll yeah, I mean, it's happened anything. a people ton over anything. the years. They people look for the, uh, an excuse to buck some kind of authority, and honestly, right now, I mean, I, we talked about COVID. This is a COVID file. We we aren't actively hanging out with each other out except for online, because um, we are trying to you know keep with the medical be- best practices as they exist currently. But this is a perfect storm for this kind of movement to happen. Oh yeah. There's a ton of people, people laid off. Looking for something. People were looking for something to do. They've been locked yeah. up, pissed. Tensions were already high. Yep. Um, it's a perfect I mean, storm. People are saying that the, the the movement's trying to use George Floyd specifically as like their primary martyr. Like, <clears throat> unfortunately, he's just the last in a long line of people that have been murdered, and there have been three big ones recently. It was George Floyd, Breonna Taylor. And Ahmaud Aubrey, bro, that Ahmaud Aubrey preliminary hearing was uh, exactly what we thought they were, bro. <laughs> yeah, Frank was uh, reading some of the the content from that, and uh, yeah, no one can really defend them not being racist <laughs> at this point. Yeah, bro, <laughs> mega racist. What are they saying? Um. That okay. Well, first it started that they <clears throat> had chased him for like four minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, at one point he got hit with the car. Or he got hit by the car of the dude who was recording. Oh wow! Like he tried to run out of the neighborhood. They blocked him. So then he had to turn around and run back. And then the McMichaels, like, pulled, like, back through an alley or something. At, like, one point he ran through a ditch, like, to try and get away. And then uh, he said, this is testimony from the dude, uh, the guy who was recording. And this was the uh, FBI, or the GBI, uh, giving his testimony under oath Mm -hmm. for all you freaks out there that just can't believe it. 
So uh, he was like, uh, so did did uh, Mr. McMichael say anything? Um, say anything to uh, or after shooting a Marjorie? And he's like, yeah. He's like, according to whatever the dude's name who's recording, he stood over him and said, fucking nigger, bro. Yikes. Yikes, bro. And then he's like, yeah, so then we uh, checked his uh, social media, and then he has, like, a bunch of racist posts on there. Like, one of them says, like, he loves his job because he's on a boat and there's no niggers around, bro, or no niggers in sight. Yeah. Well, yeah. And, yeah, and no, no defending yeah. them anymore. Yeah. <laughs> it's not racist yeah. and this not being a racially motivated crime. Yeah. And some of the evidence is showing that they might have shot him like as he was running around the right side of the truck before they actually got into a physical altercation. And you you should tell them tell everyone what uh what the reasoning was oh yeah the best part (laughs) bro Uh (laughs) right so again it was supposed to be a citizen's arrest for so for a citizen arrest in georgia you have to have uh like you have to be have direct knowledge of a felony being uh, committed they said bro they had no idea if he had committed a crime they had a quotation marks dog Gut feeling. That's what they mm. said in their interviews, bro. In their interrogations. <clears throat> a gut feeling. Yeah. And that guy that, was that's all it takes officer now. at one point. Yeah. But the dad was. The dad used to be an officer, and then I think he became a... He Private did something else. Like a DA. It's like an... A, district attorney or something with he was a private investigator for the da there's a private investigator okay that's what it was okay so yeah he was largely involved with some level of law enforcement for probably a majority of his adult life Mm -hmm. and then this is the way that he thinks it's the proper way to go about treating can you imagine like as (laughs) a police officer and someone in position of authority like of course he abused it at some point if he felt that strong about black people oh yeah I mean that's I guess more of the uh, the quiet under part of this whole thing is how many people did he mistreat along the way before he finally killed someone due to his racist beliefs hmm. actually was it him or the son that, sh- that shot him the son. Okay. The the, the older back. one did shoot though, but I think he missed. I think. So. So they this I mean they legitimately hunted him down. Yeah. Yeah, four minutes, Off bro. Gut for feeling. four minutes. For four minutes. And that was the first of the big three thing, a three big murders that happened at the hands of people. The the other two were actually committed by like on-duty police officers. And this one was, you know, a former officer and his son. But it's still, you know, is something that is tied directly to race relations in this country. A lot of people are trying to say that it's... They lynched his ass. Yeah. That's a modern-day lynching. 
Yeah. And there are a lot of people who want to say that this doesn't have any kind of racial component. That the only people who still think that racism is a thing are the hard leftists who are trying to take over this country and ruin it and blah, blah, blah. Like trying to divide us and yeah. making every and issue about race. We've discussed you know, racism on the podcast before. Uh, we've discussed that it's largely no longer just an overt in your face kind of racism of, you know, a white person just walks in and says, I refuse to be in this business if there's a black man in here. Like, that's not generally what happens. It's not, you know, 100% gone, but probably 99% of that kind of racism doesn't exist anymore. And this is me speaking as a white person who, you know, wouldn't have that kind of interaction. Uh, but I, I, I personally have never seen that kind of stuff. you go in into a place, a blackface key, like Alabama, you're going to get looks. And Alabama, they, they probably, oh man, this guy's telling the greatest joke ever. Come on over here. (laughs) Join the, join the club. Uh, yeah. Anyway, jokes, but. race relations have consistently been strained and it's largely become a, you know, the, the covert racism. That's something that a lot of people are starting to talk about now, Uh, but it's not overt racism. That's necessarily the problem anymore. It's still a thing that when you see it, you should address it, but covert racism is the primary issue. And the systemic nature of the racism in the country is the primary issue. And a lot of people are also trying to deny that systemic racism exists at all. A lot of gaslighting going on. Yeah. But you have to look at the history of like why laws were written the way that they were written. And it, a lot of it stems from a lot, uh, a lot of people in power, largely white people wanting to take some kind of power away from minorities which at one of our, a lot of these laws were written were primarily black people and setting them up for failure in the system, the way that it, it was made. And I don't have all the evidence to back it up. I'm going to say right now, my goal is over the next like month or so to prepare a KCC. Oh, wow. We're going to talk this is a in depth. Whoa, bruh. In depth about systemic racism, how it was built, how it's still a thing today. Oh my and god. White privilege. Whoa, Professor Keith is in the building, y'all. That's Whoa, the goal. Frank, did you tell did you tell him that uh this is what <laughs> Yeah, I did. Oh, okay. <laughs> but and yeah, he said, he well, told it me was gonna happen I... anyways. Yeah. Like my plan was to to bring this up. I wasn't gonna tell you guys until you know we actually recorded the episode, but then uh <laughs> Whenever Frank and I were playing some Apex last night, because that's how we pass our time, uh, he brought up that someone else had mentioned doing something like that. And it's like, all right, well, there you go. Wish granted, listener. <laughs> Gonna happen. It was rake. I, I want it. I wanted to take. I want to take some time and like actually try to get quite a bit of information. So I'm not going to say it's going to be, you know, like in a week or two, but few weeks and we've generally been doing like every other week recording at this point anyway so hopefully like in two to three episodes i'll have it ready and i think i can make it all into one episode as well because uh 
feel like the white privilege portion of it should be relatively short. Mm. But as to talk about that right here, because there are a lot of people who feel like white privilege also doesn't exist just to put a quick version of it out there. It exists, but it's not like uh, you get to walk into a place and there's a specific whites only line or you get special white people discounts on stuff. Like <laughs> that's not white privilege. White, <laughs> white privilege is, <laughs> I mean, that's how a lot of people who want to deny it seem to think that, that, that it works. It's mm. not how it works. It's largely that people will just kind of treat you like a benign entity. They don't look at you and have some preconceived notion of you're a, a criminal or something because you have a certain hairstyle or um, because of the color of your skin. <clears throat> we all do general generalize things and people, and that's just kind of the way that the human brain works. It was, you know, stems from survival in the wilderness whenever we didn't have society, but. It's something that we now have to work to train ourselves not to allow it to interfere with our interactions between other people. Oh, yeah. What I want from you, Keish, I want a video of you flogging yourself while you're going uh. through your research. Oh, yeah. Oh, bad white man. <laughs> bad white man. Yes, that's what the world needs right now. <laughs> Uh, I don't hate the fact that I'm white. No one should hate the fact that they're whatever race they were born. Mm -hmm. And white people shouldn't feel guilty for being white. I mean, that's ridiculous. Yeah, bro. You, white you have zero is, choice. White educated. guilt is just refer, reverse racism, bro. <clears throat> just, oh, poor, poor black man. I'm so sorry, I'm better than you. I don't think people of color <laughs> want that. Yeah, right? exactly. We don't want your white guilt. We, we want you to be educated. Yeah. And I feel to like that's better. what a lot of people think that it means to say that white people did set up a system for minorities to largely fail in the country. They feel like it's supposed to be that those of us that are living today who had absolutely nothing with setting up the system in the first place should somehow feel guilty as white people. And that's not what it's about at all. At all, It's just largely white people still do hold majority of the power. They're in positions of power, and they can make change based on looking at the history and say, hey, yeah, these systems are set up in a way that actually does negatively impact largely minority groups. That's not, not a bad thing to recognize at all. Like that's, It doesn't define you as a white person you yourself in that position of power, it's not you saying, oh, I'm racist because, you know, 50 years ago, a white man set this up. It's more racist to say, ah, let's keep it this way because who cares? That's just the way it works. Mm -hmm. Recognizing that there's a flaw in the system is a part of, you know, growth. Yeah, I mean, because if you're benefiting from the system and you're fully in it, it's kind of hard to recognize it sometimes, which I understand. That's fair. Yeah, people are That's in their bubbles. I say, you know, educate yourself so that you can recognize it, and that way, you as a person who holds power, 
is able to, you know, make meaningful change. Yeah. It takes people yeah. with the, the in positions of power in a flawed system to make the change, to make it a positive system for everyone. Like police that are actually getting on to other police for, you know, using too much force in a situation. Uh, that's the positive stuff that is that you can see in the protests going on right now. Uh, same thing with protesters, you know, shutting down people trying to start riots. Like that's the positive change. It takes the people that are trying to, you know, send a clear and positive message, stopping those that are trying to derail that. Yeah. Yeah. What? <sighs> how about, I mean, how about cops the, uh... out here? Oh, uh, yeah. That's what I was about to say. I was like, how about we get into. <laughs> I think it's even starting to move past. Mm-hmm. Like, if you look on Reddit, you might be like, <laughs> you know, Black Lives Matter is important, but my God, police have too much power. Period. Yeah. Period. <laughs> that should be uh, a good main takeaway from all this. I mean, they're not showing these stuff. videos on the news because it's probably too violent to show on TV. <laughs> But some of these police officers are beating the absolute hell out of people. Peaceful protesters, like, doesn't matter. Like, they're they're instigating for no reason. Yeah. Just wild, bro. And it's easy to say because that's a position of power. It's easy for them to just be like, well, they started it. Yeah. And put people in other positions of power that can, you know, reprimand them are yeah. going to be like, well, they were justified. Yeah. And I think, and I, I think it was Dallas. I think, I'm pretty sure it's Dallas that where they signed a duty to intervene. Or they passed the duty to intervene or something like that. Where it's what like an officer, like an officer now has, is like obligated to stop another officer if they believe that they are being, using excessive force. And I'm guessing if that's they a, don't, then they could move. they could be uh, in trouble. Yeah, I mean, I would assume that's probably more of a interdepartmental kind of in trouble and not a legal trouble. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah, a but, start. I mean, it's a good start. I mean, there's a bunch of. I mean, if you just go on Reddit, gotta create an account because it's grown up videos you're watching. <laughs> but you can just see police just. Beating I mean, the dog out of addicted. people, shooting people, shooting hockey pucks basically is what they are. These non lethal rounds directly at people. Oh man, dude, that 16 year old that got cracked, bro, just minding his own business, bro, just standing out in the middle of nowhere, not, not even in the mob crowd, not just, just an easy target. Yeah, just shot him right in the head. I mean, it's his fault. He was a stationary target. He wasn't zigzagging or nothing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He should have been moving and running, bro. He should have been moving. He should have bobbing and weaving, bro. Smacked he didn't pay attention head. in combat training class. <laughs> right, right in Austin, bro. Austin, Texas. Yeah, there's, there's just way too many videos. And I, that is ultimately what this movement, the, what the protests are about. It is against police brutality. I think that's what it's, it shifted it's, to. Because originally, well, I mean, it was... Yes, p- police brutality, but it was also coupled with um, racism. Yeah, yeah. But I think the stronger argument here is definitely police brutality. And that's what 
Black Lives Matter as a movement has largely been about is combating police brutality. It's bringing focus to the police brutality targeted specifically at black people. Oh, yeah. But that's it's not but that they he, exclusively this, view it yeah. as a black person problem. Yeah. It just does disproportionately affect them. Yeah. Yeah, because I've seen videos of everybody <sighs> getting brutalized by the police, right? It's yeah. just that so happens that police officers are doing it more often to black people. So yeah. yeah. And then they keep using the statistic of how many black people have been shot unarmed. Oh yeah. And it's like you don't have to be dead to be yeah. brutalized. <laughs> it's a low bar to set. Yeah. Right? Yeah. The bar isn't set at death. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the bar's not set at death, bruh. No, that's not you should be like Bro, they've only killed nine black people. Why are people fucking getting yeah, all brah. up in arms? Nine, yeah, brah. Yeah. Like, no, nah, motherfucker. It's about getting <laughs> fucked up, getting your teeth your teeth kicked in, having like five grown men sit on top of you while they try to arrest you. Yeah, and we've—I mean, we've seen—we've all seen the video, and it just. Oh, I'm in a thread right now just watching all of these videos. <laughs> <laughs> and it also doesn't help that the president is saying this. We will succeed. Our country always wins. That is why I am taking immediate presidential action to stop the violence and restore security and safety in America. I am mobilizing all available federal resources, civilian and military, to stop the rioting and looting to end the destruction and arson, and to protect the rights of law-abiding Americans, including your Second Amendment rights. Therefore, the following measures are going into effect immediately. First, we are ending the riots and lawlessness that has spread throughout our country. We will end it now. Today, I have strongly recommended to every governor to deploy the National Guard in sufficient numbers that we dominate the streets. Mayors and governors must establish an overwhelming law enforcement presence until the violence has been quelled. If a city or state refuses to take the actions that are necessary to defend the life and property of their residents, then I will deploy the United States military and quickly solve the problem for them. That's what big uh, words, totalitarianism bro. sounds like right there. Big words. <laughs> Some big words right there. I like how he emphasized um, uh, protect the rights of law-abiding Americans, including your Second Amendment rights. He yeah, emphasized that's just, that. That's that good old political move right there. That, that good pandering action, bro. No, yeah. no, what he was saying was you have this right that is yeah, right. You should use, use it. it. Yeah, I mean that's pandering to his base. Like, yeah. I will say though, I, from the videos I've seen, the National Guard seems to be pretty chill. Yeah, they. Get, I think that's, they that's, that's training. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and like these fucking cops. cops yeah. I think that's the uh, one of the things here is like if military did get involved, like. More so than it has at, at this point, which I, I believe the last things I'd seen was 
they were recalling any active military back to their home bases instead of being deployed in any cities. Uh, if the military did get involved and they actually went along with the police and just were continuing to do what the police were, have been doing, but at a larger scale, then that's like almost definitively when we've, you know, succumbed to totalitarianism. Oh, and yeah. that's a, that's a very bad day. The, the military has to actively shut that stuff down. Like they need to be the, the like people putting the, their shields down, their batons down, like joining in on the protests or actively arresting the police that are instigating stuff like that's goes back to the, you know, shutting stuff down from the inside, you know, making the change from the inside. If the military goes in the way of totalitarianism, then. Yeah. I mean, that's a terrible day. You just stop the, the military from coming in and then being like, you know what? We're just going to stay here. Yeah, exactly. We feel comfortable. We <laughs> like this. And honestly, most people in the U.S. have have you know stated that they support Hong Kong and that they recognize China as a totalitarian government. But a lot of the same tactics are being used in the U.S. right now. And there's not, I, I wouldn't say, at least from what I've seen, and I'm not in any of the cities that have been largely impacted by riots or looting or anything, but I'm not seeing anything that warrants a response that's this aggressive. Like, yeah, their police response to rioting and looting, completely understand that. But not whenever it's turning into they're basically actively seeking out journalists, anyone that's actually recording the content, they're firing on people for yelling at them, basically. Like, that's whenever it turns into this is no longer just police well, being there to protect property. To the curfew. The problem is the curfew. Because I mean, that was all this stuff I, was happening before curfews went to yeah, effect. Yeah, but if you set a curfew, doesn't matter who's out, <laughs> everyone's getting their ass beat to enforce the curfew. You can set the curfew at 5 p.m. People are already on the street, like trying to get back home. But there's a curfew, so now you're getting your ass beat. Now you're getting shot by rubber bullets. Oh, there were those uh, those two college students. Like whenever those fir- the curfews first went into effect, I don't remember what city it was in. It might have been Minneapolis. But uh, it was those two black college students coming back from their classes. Like five police officers just like rolled up on the car. Uh, they were like trying to pull the door open. One of them ended up getting out. Like he got drug out and just thrown on the ground. The driver uh, was sitting there. Like basically, you could tell he was freaked out. Like he looked like he was just freaking out. Like, what do I do? These cops are pointing guns at me. Like, what am I supposed to do here? And I think he's like started moving forward. Like it looked like it was probably just like a foot off the brake kind of thing, not actually accelerating. Mm-hmm. And then they like busted the window out, tased him, started punching him in the face, <laughs> like pulled him out through the the car window. And this guy like went completely limp, just and they were still just beating him. 
Like, <laughs> that's the kind of stuff that, like, that's why there needs to be police reform. I think all those officers got fired. Um, the last I, I'd seen something about it, they were either fired or at least they were uh, put on some kind of suspension. But this is wild, man. If I was a cop during this, I'd have quit. I've seen like, a, a, no a few things of, of cops quitting right now. Uh, I mean, that's yeah, the thing no, though, is like the if the the good officers view this as like an insurmountable thing and they just quit, then yeah, you have all, all that's left are the bad guys. Or the ones who refute who will just go along with the you know, abuses that have just become like commonplace. Like there has to be people who stand up for you know the actual rule of law, and not this yeah, view like, that cops have like total authority in any situation. Like, who is forcing them to be cops? Well, no one. Right. You could you could quit being a cop. Next, the next week, find a better job that pays you more. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and that is the other thing to keep in mind here is that so many people want to look at police as like this, almost like their own separate race, kind of. Blue like there is its, no. yeah, like there's that whole thing. Hard on that bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> um, one of the things that I read of like uh, one of the lists of like demands for police reform was like a, a total abolishment of any kind of like police fraternity thinking, like no clubs, no. Uh, mentality like it has to be shut down within the department um, like you can't look at it as an us versus them kind of thing and, and that's exactly what has to happen like you can't look at it's police versus everyone else because that's not the way it is like it's supposed to be the police helping everyone else like there are bad people out there who yeah we, we do need police I will never say that we don't need police because there will always be people who actively seek to harm others. And we need someone who is trained to help protect us. Because in your average day, like a peaceful society, your average person shouldn't have to know how to like uh, defend and kill them, kill someone in order to just live. Like that's not like a, an advanced society. And that's not where we should be in the year 2020. Like taking that upon yourself as like a last measure of defense and like you being worried about it that, that that's perfectly fine i can completely understand that but that shouldn't be just like the norm like you have to feel like you have to know how to potentially kill someone in order to feel safe i mean in texas you know people always say don't depend on the police yeah they won't get there in time they won't get there in time that's why you need a gat. That's why you need a gat. That's why we all have gats. Which That's why we all have gats. We all have gats. We all oh have damn gats. Yeah, you got a little baby gat, bro. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you got a little pea shooter. Yeah. I saw a video that I, I didn't think I would ever see in my lifetime. It's... These police that are walking through a neighborhood, like a residential neighborhood, and there are people that are filming from like the porch of their home, and there yeah. are police just like marching down the street, 
And then they start yelling at people like, get the fuck back inside. There's a curfew. And they start yelling. And then like people are still recording. And then they start shooting. And that like, one was paintballs, right? They start shooting the rubber bullets at people while they're on their porch on their own property. Yeah. Like that's the. Just that's the some shit you see stuff. on like a video. That's game. Russian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some stuff you think you'd see in Russia, right? Or China. Like that's the kind of stuff that you hear about from totalitarian governments. Like that's uh, like some North Korean level stuff. Obviously, not quite that far, but you know, like it it is definitely a. This is one hundred percent totalitarianism, in practice. Man, I take all the bad police and I'd launch them into the sun. God. And I'd make sure they had ample uh, food and water, bro, to survive all the way to the sun. (laughs) (laughs) But that's the kind of stuff that requires systemic change. Like it it isn't that the good officers deserve to, you know, be mistreated or, or attacked or anything. This isn't any in any way anyone at least from my perspective i'm not looking at it as because uh, there are people who are trying to make the claim that all police forces should just like completely be defunded that's why all that money should be put into uh you know other social systems and stuff like that <clears throat> i don't believe that that's the best course of action that would be wild bro i think maybe reallocating funds that they already have to training yeah, we yeah, like that's that's, move. that's the key thing. Is yeah, yeah, like, yeah, it yeah. has to be from a you know entry point. Like you have yeah, to yeah. actually retrain people and train okay, new officers. On the fucking tanks that you get, yeah, APCs. bro. Yeah. Hey, you don't need no. Hey, you can drive around in a Prius. <laughs> Use your own personal car. Fuck it. They don't need something wild, fancy. You don't need no Dodge Charger. I mean, I understand with some of that stuff, like they have those police packages and they make deals with uh, like car manufacturers and stuff. But yeah, like there doesn't need to be military grade equipment in a civil police department. That just is not, that's never been a good idea. I've never seen that as a good idea. And I've said it before, my dad is is a police officer. Uh, So I, I do have maybe a slightly different view of some of this stuff, but I mean, I've had some arguments with him recently about some of the things that have been going on and I will just never understand the perspective that police in a civil situation need to act like, like citizens are like basically war criminals. Yeah. This is true, bro. Calling this out, true. like having the tanks and stuff like that, like as a you know last ditch effort for civil police is like that's still ridiculous. Like there's like zero instances of that really needing to happen, unless it's like an, a full out terrorist attack. And at that point, there should be military involvement. 
Man, I'm telling you, y'all. Y'all just need to go on Reddit, create an account, and just watch the videos. Bro, you know what's bad? When... Hold on. Where's the video at? Which one are you looking for? Talking about that old man attacking those little kids, bro? No, no, no. We read in the Bible. You know, there's a purpose of everything under heaven. We read in the Bible. And there's a time. And it seems like now is the time to say, I understand your pain. I want to comfort you. I think it's time we love each other. But the president took a different course. He said, I am the president of law and order. And he issued a heads up. He said, I'm ready to send in military troops if the nation's governors don't act to quell the violence that has rocked American city. Matter of fact, he spoke of them as being jerks. You just don't do that, Mr. President. It isn't cool. You know, there's a purpose of everything under him. That's uh, our good old friend, Pat Robertson. Yeah. The good um, evangelicals. Yeah, that, that is... Uh, it is extremely surprising to see hardcore evangelicals actually, you know, denouncing this stuff. <clears throat> and that is one th- uh, another thing I'll save like for libertarians, even though I, I disagree with a lot of libertarian views, like the libertarian subreddit, like staunchly against pretty much everything Trump is saying right now. <laughs> like it's, uh, it's pretty good stuff to read in there. But, um, yeah, I mean, there's, there's a lot of complex stuff going on right now. And unfortunately a lot of the situation going on right now won't really be able to be discussed in any like measure of 100% certainty for quite some time because it it all depends on how reformations come about uh, if things actually continue to escalate with the authoritarian approach um, you know there's still a long ways to go before this stuff is likely to be fully over and uh we're just kind of giving our thoughts on where things are at right now and what this is. I guess this is the first like week and a half. Yeah. Of, of everything. Yeah, I would say. And I, I will say, bro, I've also been re- researching the conservative blacks, bro. All right. All right. Them conservative blacks and here. You're going undercover? Their argument. No. I mean, I just watch. Just subscribe to that subreddit. <laughs> <laughs> is that is that an actual subreddit? Conservative. Oh, blacks? I'm sure. Oh, I mean, that's yeah. a, like Reddit is 100 percent like you find your little your little echo chamber and you just you know start saying stuff. It's it only works if every if other people start going into other subreddits to you know kind of get a different perspective. But that's not what people do. So I'm sure there is one. Should look it up. I'm sure, there's Go some ahead good and keep stuff. That there. photo I sent it. Yeah. I think that's that uh I think that's that uh that doll that they made of him like in Norway right, or something. Need, hey, you need to watch the the video I sent is what you need to watch. Which it one? will uh the man in blackface? Or which one? Yeah, the oh. guy in blackface. Black body, bro, not just face. Yeah, that's true. He has it on his hands too. I, I, that's what uh, I was looking at. All these videos of cops beating people up. It's on that thread. 
Is there good audio to this video? I mean, it's a Reddit. Yeah, I mean, it's like recorded by somebody who's there. All right, hold on. You can't really hear the guy too well. Yikes. Why don't you explain to the listeners out there what uh what exactly we we just listened to? What are they missing? It was a video of a man. It's it wasn't even good blackface. No, not like, at all. <laughs> somebody said, bro, why are they being so mean to a good, honest chimney worker? Yeah, that's what it looked <laughs> like. He got fucking ashed up. Or soot up. It's just a guy sitting in the middle of, like, uh, I guess, like a protest. This is in Toronto, by the way. On, I guess, in Toronto. And then there's, like, people just, like, around him looking at him. I, they're like, hey, you gotta go, bro. You gotta go. And then he's just like, I guess I'm no, I'm not going to go. And then the police roll up and that's it. I mean, he looks like he's trolling people. He's laughing the whole time. And that's another thing that I think a lot of people don't. Or maybe refuse to consider in all this is that there are, are people that just want to do things to push people's buttons. And then that leads to like bad things that. Maybe like looting and rioting. Uh, you can. There's like those videos that came out of like some guy just walking around whenever the protests first started and just like busting out windows. And he was the only one doing anything. But then, you know, later on that day is whenever, you know, full on riots were happening in Minneapolis. And that's how people like group think is a powerful thing. Once someone sees something get started, it can domino down to a bunch of different people. And the troll culture is real. Look at this. They just keep coming. What's the video I just sent you? Yeah. I was talking about cops walking down the street. Them, them cops forcing those people in their house, bro. You can't even go outside on your own porch, bro. Yeah. Just to enforce the curfew. The curfew is how they're gonna they're gonna corral us and kill us. <laughs> oh, it is like the there's, there's a, a lot of people arguing about the the flip in uh, perspectives around curfew or you know confinement at this yeah, point. Yeah, like now it's like you better follow the curfew if the police tell you to go inside, you go inside. But before, bro, they're like the le- the liberals are trying to keep us inside. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the you know hard right perspective of this is you know listen to the authorities and you won't have any problems. And the authorities are saying stay inside, so that's what you better do. And then you know a few weeks ago they were the same ones defending you know people showing up to the Minneapolis state capitol and with guns. Uh, and they're are a lot of people also making the argument that this is a fake virus because now the uh, liberals are 
defending people going out in mass and protesting. And the unfortunate part of that is that the timing of all this is is bad. We, like we talked about a little bit earlier, there's a lot of people who just have the time to to do something, and that's why it's such a big movement at this point, more than likely. Um, it's also the worst possible time for people to be out in large groups like this, because 100% within the next couple of weeks, things are going to start spiking with with the coronavirus at least based on the way that things have been going. And that's that's a, a bad thing. It doesn't... Just because coronavirus isn't being talked about in mainstream channels at this point, because something larger has taken focus, doesn't mean that it went away. It's definitely still there. Never existed. So. <laughs> the Kung flu never existed. <laughs> yeah, bro. Fake virus. Hashtag. Hashtag. But you safe. better stay... You better stay inside now. Because police, the police are going to shoot you. Shoot you with them rubber bullets. This is wild, bro. You, what were you saying, Frank, about researching the uh, black conservatives? Oh, yeah. Like, so I decided to see because, you know, there's like five black conservatives or whatever. So I'm just like, <laughs> it's that small of a number. <laughs> no, no, no. I will say, right, one of their main arguments. Their overarching one, I mean, this was before this was, uh, you need to stop being brainwashed to think just because you're black you have to vote Democrat, which I was like, okay, like, yeah, you don't have to be, like, just because you're not uh, Democratic doesn't mean you're not black. You're less black or anything. Yeah, or yeah. you're less black than the other, which is fine. However, right, there's some things where uh, the whole the whole problem is, I mean, this is, just goes with politics, period, is that they will drop whatever reservations they have about somebody in their own party once that's their only choice. Yeah. Like Ted Cruz, like Donald Trump made fun of his dad, called his wife, all kinds of names, and then he was just like, yeah, he's cool, he's my best friend. <laughs> yeah. We're best oh, buds God. now. We're, we're best buddies. Like The game of politics. Yeah, the game of Finalist. politics. Spineless, exactly. Like they just like, whoop! I got to ride. I got to ride now with this, this, uh, this party right here. Just cause, but they're. This is what they're saying for uh, for these protests. This is what they're saying. They are saying one. There doesn't need to be any protests. For two reasons, right? This is what the conservative black people are saying. One is that there is no they they don't say racism doesn't exist. They say racism does exist. However, there's no point in trying to get rid of it because what? it's just like it's just out there. You can't change some people's opinions. And then two, it's not systematic. They're saying there is no systematic racism. Uh. And then they said that <clears throat> any feelings of systematic, systematic racism has nothing to do with the system. It has to do with the black culture, the fatherless homes, the lack of education, the black on black crime, the uh, non the uh, non family values. And then, right, they said, and besides all that. Y'all are y'all are y'all are marching for justice. Well, 
the police officers were fired. They were arrested. They're going to trial. It sounds like justice is going to be served, so you don't need a march. And there's no racism. Again, they throw that in there at the end, bro. No systemic racism. Yeah, systemic racism. Yeah, that's... uh. Yeah, and then that... Hey, and then... uh. Hey, if you if and then they also say like all these people that y'all keep bringing up for these Black Lives Matters, all criminals, all criminals. How about we take care of our own, make sure we're not in trouble? Because guess what? Y'all can't bring up not one black person who wasn't a criminal that's been shot or killed by the police. Like, all these people got criminal history, have been to prison, have been to jail. I don't know. The sentence for being a criminal was death. Yeah, yeah. All crime. This is is what they're saying, bro. And then they're... uh, It just just 100% validates any any (laughs) good that you might have ever done or anything that people might do in your name. Yeah, exactly. Like, Eric Garner was selling... Loose cigarettes. Yes, technically, you could label him a criminal for some dumb shit. But yeah. ultimately, the, the police ended his life. There's Killed also, his ass. Uh, Brianna Taylor. She wasn't a criminal. They just killed her in her house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's wild. She was sleeping. Yeah. And her boyfriend got taken to jail because he shot at Police yeah. who didn't they identify dropped the, They dropped like, the charges against him. I mean, thankfully, but like that shouldn't yeah. have ever been a charge to begin with. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> like, yeah for like, sure, for sure. And for she sure. is one of the main people that are discussed in you know, this whole protest going on right now. So yeah. there's, there's that. Hmm. Yeah, I tried to watch some of like, Candace Owens stuff. Oh, you can't, dude. She's I uh, I watched a video of her talking to Joe Rogan about global warming. Oh, yeah, I've, I've <laughs> and, seen that. And it was so like Joe Rogan is probably is pretty open minded, I would say. And he was just like, okay, like why you're saying you don't believe in it if you're telling me you're also telling me you have zero education on it and you know nothing about it. <laughs> He's like. And she's just like, well, I don't, she's like, so, she's like, I feel like you'd say that, like, no, if I said that, I would say, I don't know, because I'm not educated on the matter. However, I would believe in all the science, right? And he's just looking, he's like, it's like a consensus. Global warming is a real thing. Weather change, he's like, the climate change is on its own, but global warming is that human uh, interactions are causing it to change at a faster pace, right? And this is like a consensus among scientists. And then so he went to a website and it said like, it was like something, something.com that showed like the number of scientists that agree the percentage of scientists. And she's like, oh, I don't believe in that. It's a .com. So they're making money from somewhere. <laughs> and then she, he's like, she's like, it has, it has to be like a .org or something. And then later on they find a .org and then she's like, well, who are they polling? <laughs> and then, he, and then he's like, "I'm pretty sure they're polling scientists." <laughs> I mean, like, that's we've we've talked about all that stuff before. It's like it's fine to be, you know, critical of information that you're, you know, taking yeah. in. But you, you, at a certain point, you have to recognize that unless you're willing to spend, you know, decades of time. 
to prove or disprove a theory, which in a scientific study, like there are very rigorous cases that have that things have to go through in order for it to be considered legitimate data and conclusions drawn from that data. Like, yeah, you just have to accept that you have you need to take the consensus of the majority yeah. of, of scientists. Now, she did state, though, she may she's like, now, I'm not saying the littering stuff. I believe in recycling. I just don't believe mm-hmm. in global warming. And then and then at the end, it's just like, I just don't understand why you're saying you don't believe in it if you're not educated. And then she kept saying, like, well, it's not a hill I would die on. I just at this moment, I don't believe in it. And he's he's like, all right. He's like, I guess. And then he <laughs> tried to state, like, like that's prob- one of the problems with politics is that you'll take anything the other side believes into and you'll just be against it just because the other side believes in it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you uh, can't. The default for unknown, like, unknown information. I don't know anything about the moon, right? So my default can't be, I don't think the moon is real. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Right? No, man, that's the only logical conclusion you can come to. It's either that or it's made of cheese. Those are the only two options that you can think of by default if you know nothing of the moon. Yeah. Wild, well, you look up, you'll look at the moon, like, look at it. Other people have seen it. No, I don't know anything about it. I don't believe in that. <laughs> it's like flat earth, and I mean, we've, we've had all these discussions before, but man, like the, the trait of thought to get to those kind of points and to just be like completely unwilling to take in other information and actually change your mind about something. Like I, we've all done it. Like we've jumped to some kind of logical conclusion. I mean, we've done it. I know I've done it on the on the podcast. But like, it is a a thing that people do. Like that's just the way our minds work. We we look for something that fits into the way that we have viewed the world. But whenever we're presented with new information, we should be changing our minds about the way that this works. Just that's the only way that we as people, you know, learn and grow and become better and that's part of the reason why i want to do the research into you know systemic racism and uh white privilege because i want to you know better understand where it all stems from uh how i can you know do what i whatever i can to try to rectify it and i mean yeah i'm not going out and protesting or anything we're we're making this podcast. This is our, at least my contribution. I don't really have any intent of going out and protesting because I well, let's go out. Don't want to get sick. Let's protest. Let's get wild. Let's get buck. I also crazy. just I just hate large crowds. <laughs> I know something stupid would happen in a large crowd. I would just also just being around all that all those people. Ugh. Let's no go thinking. fuck up Target. Hey, they've already said they, they accept the damages. It's fine. Target okay. said it's okay. <laughs> oh, cool. Let's go fucking get some new clothes, dude. Oh, they just said it about the one that got looted in Minneapolis. They're yeah. like, oh, we, we understand the movement. <laughs> Bunch of cucks. 
Yeah, if you are stuck in some kind of extremist mindset, reflect. Try to think about why you have these extreme views. It's what has been pushed for a long time is like you have to be, you know, completely for or completely against something and there's no in between. But, you know, there there's a lot of nuance in pretty much everything. So, you know, take the time to consider stuff. And this is an extremely complex situation and it deserves, you know, some time to process and understand what's going on. But flat out, racism is wrong. Like that's not a hard thing to to say. You know, working towards eliminating thing. racism is is not a hard thing to say to that we need to be doing. Although apparently black conservatives think that it can never be fully eliminated, which is a weird idea to me. I think uh with time it'll get a lot better. And I think that's kind of the, the whole thing that's um, happened with uh racism in the country is like the older people who you know, might have lived through the uh, civil rights marches and, and movement in the 1960s are like, they're like, I remember what real, you know, quote unquote, real racism was whenever there were Jim Crow laws and such. Like, that's real racism. What's happening today is not real. Mm. Like, you're undermining something because it's not as bad as it used to be, but it's still a thing. And you know, working towards rectifying the issues that exist, even if they're more minor compared to what they used to be, that's you know not a bad thing. Like you, you still there's always room for improvement. I agree. All right, I think it's a good stopping point before we stop or start beating a dead horse. <laughs> I a do want to say one horse, one more thing. A racist dead horse. <laughs> hey, that dead horse deserves the extra beating then. <laughs> uh, there's a lot of people who like to talk about Black Lives Matter and that it's in, in and of itself is like a racist movement saying that only Black Lives Matter. That's like the the extra word that a lot of people want to put on Black Lives Matter is only Black Lives Matter. But that's not what the movement is about at all. It's the way to, that I would say to look at it and the, the best way to frame it in your mind is black lives matter as much as anyone else's lives. So, you know, coming at someone who says black lives matter with all lives matter or something else <laughs> along those lines, mm-hmm. obviously all lives matter. And I, I, you're not really going to find anyone who, you know, actually is behind the protests and, and the movement who's legitimately thinking that it, this is a movement only for black people or like <laughs> a move, like a power move. Yeah. Like it's not like uh, reaching for power. Now white people are what black people used to be. And you're our slaves. Like that's not what this <laughs> yeah. is. It's not some power shift. It's just literally a recognition that black or people are just as important. Yeah. It's like, Hey, uh, by the way, my life matters too, you know? Yeah. Stop fucking me up on the streets. So that's a, the last kind of perspective thing that I wanted to put out there. It's stop trying to put only Black Lives Matter in front of it and, and view it for what it is. It's it's about everyone. But That's what Frank was saying while the mics were off, though. 
I was saying what? He was saying <laughs> only Black Lives Matter. He's not oh, trying I to get did? that recorded. <laughs> oh, I did? <laughs> yeah, bro. Didn't you know that I'm the most valuable person on this podcast? Oh, yeah? Yeah, bro. He is. All you, you both owe me $20. What? He adds all the flavor. For every episode. Yeah, bro. Every episode. <laughs> I'm not even getting paid for this. <laughs> uh, but I am, bro. Oh, oh man. okay. Yeah, bro. That's why your life matters so much more than yeah, mine. Yeah, exactly, bro. Black Lives Matter <laughs> doesn't mean, hey, black people, black people's lives matter too. It's, of course, what the all lives matter people think it means. That only black people's lives matter. <laughs> Period. Heard it here. Okay. That's straight from the mouth of a black man. <laughs> yeah. Leader of the movement. Bro, that's like the dumbest argument I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> Of bro, course, I'm going along with it because my... I'm a, a simple, uh, yeah, just a white cuck over here yeah. who a white obeys apologist. my black master. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he picks cotton to punish himself, bro. He picks cotton in the summer to punish himself. <laughs> it's a good way to learn the experiences. Yeah, bro. He calls himself Toby. He calls himself Toby, bro. Damn. <laughs> uh. I have to understand where my masters came from. Mm. Yeah. All right. You want to end it there, or do you want to do the uh, Am I the Asshole? Yeah, bro. Let's get, get to some of this. All right. Let's lighten it up uh, for the people. Am I the Asshole? Bro. Hopefully, Frank hasn't already read this one. <laughs> <laughs> he spent too much time on Reddit. He probably has. <laughs> Am I the asshole for not wanting my dad to walk me down the aisle because he's in a wheelchair? <laughs> hey. <laughs> oh! Oh! This one's hitting. All right. About three years ago, my dad was injured in a really bad hit-and-run car accident. He broke just about every bone in his body and left him paralyzed from the waist down. Our relationship has always been really good, but I hate seeing him in pain and admittedly try to avoid seeing him because I just because it just makes me uncomfortable. In November, I'm getting married. I've been with my fiance for four years and he and my dad really get along well. Naturally, the discussion of who is going to give me away came up in the family group chat and I kept silent after I realized my dad would be in a wheelchair. I always talked about him giving me away and having a dance at my wedding, and I don't want to be reminded of what could have been at my wedding. I messaged my mom privately and told her I want my uncle to walk me down the aisle as we're incredibly close. She naturally asked why. I told her that my dad being in a wheelchair would add complications to the wedding. The walkway would have to be widened to accommodate his wheelchair, and he wouldn't be able to hold my arm or give me a proper hug. She was outraged. Call me an ableist piece of shit and remove me from the group chat. My aunt has since called me, telling me my dad is absolutely devastated. Am I the asshole? Uh, yeah. Asshole. Ooh. Asshole. Asshole. Yeah. Her wedding. 
It doesn't matter. The part that made her the asshole is where I avoid seeing my father. <laughs> asshole. That's all. That's all I had to hear. Because I know I got that one right. So uncomfortable. I know I got. I've been. I'm an expert on am I the a hole now, bro? Now that I've gone to Reddit, oh, I'm yeah? gonna go with saying that they said she was an a hole. I'm. I'm pretty sure this is one of the ones that has the a hole badge under it, bro. <laughs> yeah, I can agree with that. Like. That's the the, wedding, the reasoning the reasoning behind it is pretty shallow. Like that's that's the issue there. Go ahead, bro. Tell me I'm right. Yeah, this one was locked. Uh, <laughs> so it, so it does have the badge. It says locked because y'all can't be civil. Damn. Uh, the top comment is "You're the asshole." That's right. What an awful daughter. <laughs> You avoid That's him right. because it's hard on you. Yeah, what about him? yeah, I'm <laughs> an expert to now, boys. To walk down the aisle, God, you should be ashamed of yourself. Your fiance should take a long look at who he's marrying. Ah, that was a good one, bro. I'm an experto, bro. <laughs> that one was good, bro. How, do you think people actually post these things to, like, just get some justification for their thought process? Like, oh yeah, they they actually do. think that they're in the right all the yes. time. Or... <laughs> yes, they do. Some people are legitimate assholes, and they well, just don't. Just... They don't have any perspective or introspective thoughts that yeah. they could possibly like be the an wildest asshole. ones I've seen are like, "Hey, am I the a hole for not telling my?" Uh, uh, why? Who's uh my fiance? Who's about to be my wife next week? That I got three kids. <laughs> <laughs> just, those are the wild ones, dude. I just wonder how, like, what percentage of these are just made up. Oh well, they like, some, they'll, they'll comment on it, and be like, "Pretty sure this one's probably made up," but some of them are so. Like, I read one where it's like, "Am I the a hole?" Uh, because uh, am I the a hole for? possibly being partially responsible for like my uh, little brother being paralyzed from the waist down. <laughs> and so she just gave this whole story of how she was she's pregnant. She's married pregnant. Her brother who is like 17 or 16 uh can drive. The uh, the parents were out of town so she she wanted pizza and like at 2 a.m. It was a pizza spot that was open at 2 a.m. And then in it, she said, I didn't want to disturb my my husband. So I went and woke up my brother and asked him to go for me. Uh, he initially didn't want to go, but I convinced him to go. And then he ended up getting in a car accident on the way home. Ooh. Like somebody ran a red light and smashed into his car. And then he's paralyzed from the waist down. And then she Ooh. said it was. A, yeah. And then she's <laughs> like, if. She's like, my mom said it was, I'm, I'm uh, partly to blame. Like, am I the a-hole? And then everybody's like, yeah, you're the a-hole. Oh, poor <laughs> you. You can't go get your own damn pizza. You're like, and she wasn't even like that far along. Like, oh, uh, you can't even get your husband who married you to do it. You gotta get your 17-year-old brother. She said, oh, and then she tried to say like, I didn't know he would take the main street home. He usually takes back roads. I'm trying to say like it was his fault. These people are some of these people are wild, bro. 
Yeah. I mean, and that and that one that seems like a uh like it, the a whole part of it comes in with the way that she's trying to justify her not being yeah. like I don't think that the actual act of just asking someone to go get you pizza and then them being involved in an accident like directly makes you an a-hole. But yeah, if you're trying to justify it to yourself, like it's not read my another fault one, bro. Did this. Yeah, read another one, bro. Another one. Yeah, you only got had one. I only had one, bro. What kind of segment is this? I'll do one, bro. <laughs> Hold on. I'll do one. Nah, oh. it's my turn, bro. Now he's got the power of red. Here we go. <laughs> Here we go. Okay. Hey, Frank's gonna be the new uh, board member. <laughs> hey, bro. I've uh, I'm not gonna lie. I've read a lot. <laughs> okay. Here we go, bro. Am I the asshole for calling my grandson a little monkey as a nickname? I don't think it's a big deal, but I guess my husband and I have offended people, so here it goes. Last year, my daughter married a black man. Doesn't matter to us, but I guess it's relevant later. We never really liked him because he has an annoying personality, but he seems to think it's because of his race. Most certainly not. We do all tolerate each other, though. My grandson started walking at nine months, and ever since, he's been jumping and climbing on top of anything he can, so my husband and I started calling him our little monkey. He loves the name as well, so it wasn't a problem. Till recently, however, when her husband came and confronted me on it and said it was grossly inappropriate to call him that. I apologize for how he felt on it, but as long as my grandson liked it, I will keep using it. He then spent an hour grilling the poor child even after he said he liked the name. Now my daughter calls me to apologize for what he posted and find out and found out that he posted subliminal messages about the whole problem on social media. He since removed it but says he stands by what he says. If it applies any context, I use animal names animals as nicknames as usual things. I.e. I refer to my daughter as a falcon because of how fast she can run. It's more about behaviors. Am I the asshole? That's purely a uh, based on the context of you know having a mixed race grandchild. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like it's not hard to consider. Hey, this uh, half black child being called monkey might not be the best move. <laughs> uh, Mike, um, is it is the game? Do I agree? Or it's just like the same thing, bro. Do you think <laughs> it's it's not the asshole or the asshole? Which one, bro? Definitely the asshole. All right, top comment, big letters. You're the asshole. Mm-hmm. You apologize <laughs> for how he felt. That's incredibly condescending. Double, you're the asshole. <laughs> the police father <laughs> asked you to stop. Respect him as a parent and know your place. Stop, stop using a nickname you know goddamn well has racist undertones <laughs> scattered over the kid's head and pick a different hill to die on. You don't get to decide what is and what is not racist, and that's coming from a white guy. All that aside, you were told to stop by his parents, so stop. Oh, man. 
Why would you name your daughter like? Why was the daughter's nickname Falcon? Cause she runs fast. Like, cause she, yeah, that, hey, dude. Yeah, that one was hilarious, bro. I'm like, what about dude, cheetah? You're a, yeah, cheetah, you're a Falcon, bro. <laughs> they fly so fast, so yeah. it reminds me of you, cause you run. You're a Falcon. Oh my god. You're a Falcon, bruh. Also, why would she, why she say subliminal messages? I don't think she knows what subliminal messaging is. Who knows, bruh? Uh, Who knows, dog? But Falcon. Falcon, yeah, that's the funny part of that one. Falcon. She's trying to contextualize it, but you picked an animal that has nothing to do with the trait. She could have called your call call your little grandson like slug or whatever. Slug. <laughs> yeah, it's because he climbs all over everything. Actually, that one kind of makes sense. So, and it has no wow. racist undertones. Yeah, bro. These <laughs> one. <laughs> oh my goodness. Ah. Uh, oh my god. All right. Wait a minute. Or an hour thirty. Whoa! And it's one a.m. Is it? Yeah, we uh, we're recording this a little Time's later just than a we normally do. Construct, bro. Yeah, like racism. <laughs> <laughs> it's not real. It's man-made. <clears throat> yeah, that's probably a good point to end it, though. <laughs> Man, right. I thought we had a good conversation. Crazy. Yeah, it is wild, bro. I didn't know they have uh, everyone sucks, bro. Yeah, where That's they'll say option. everybody sucks, like we're both sides wrong. Like, I mean, everybody that, sucks. I feel like that has to be. Yeah, too many options. We only get two. Yeah, if I throw in everybody sucks. That's not a fun game. Although the game part of it is figuring out what the consensus of Reddit is. Right. So if it make if we get three, it's more fun. More of a challenge? But maybe yeah. yeah more I of mean a the, the everybody sucks is uh few and far. It's very rare. Too. Yeah, very rare. Yeah, I I've never actually seen one of those, so I have. I was just like, what does ESH mean? <laughs> well, there's another one too. There's a there's Every, a, everyone's the asshole, and then there's also. Uh, I don't know it? what the other one is. I don't know, bro. The only one I saw, I kept seeing ESH, ESH, and I was, I was like, everyone sucks here. I was like, oh, okay. It's both yeah, sides yeah, yeah. are wrong, bro. <clears throat> All right. Uh, lesson of this podcast is get on Reddit. That's where the real stuff is. Yeah, around. that's where the real news is, Reddit. We you highly suggest you, you have to make a profile, though, if you want to see that wildness. You also have to make sure that you're going to bro, a bunch of different subreddits. Is it real, bro? <laughs> oh, oh, well. No. <laughs> Are you sure? No, that's that doll. Yeah, they made yeah, it like a, it's damn, a protest bro. doll. Oh, okay. I think it's like from <laughs> Norway or Sweden or something like that. Oh, it's very okay. convincing. I feel bad yeah. for him, bro. 
<laughs> I mean, the, the the body style, you know, it makes sense. I can see that. No, bro, he's the uh, spitting image of health, according <laughs> to the doctor. And then I must be an Olympian. <laughs> All right. All right. Now we're getting petty here. Let's go ahead and end the episode. <laughs> Bye. Later, everybody. Later. Don't be racist. <laughs>